The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Kapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Every once in a while when I'm channeling, an out-of-body person will come in, and they'll hold up their hands, and I'll get a tingling feeling in my hands. Now, while I get a lot of them emotional cues and physical cues, this one is very distinctive. And I can feel by this particular energetic coursing through my hands that the person is trying to get across the fact that they had a hand in their own transition. So this is something we call suicide, but there are so many different aspects to this. And it's very, very important if we are able to understand what was happening for our loved ones. Very often, what appears to have happened, of course, has happened on the physical plane. But there's a lot more going on energetically and in terms of intention. Of course, we, we are so, there aren't any, even any words the emotion when somebody that we love and that we care for seems to have done something like this. We have the grief and everything we're dealing with, with with that, with the grief of not having this person in body anymore. But we're also dealing with the concept of why they would do that and could we have intervened and if we had been present or if we had seen signs. So, what I've learned in the course of channeling is that very, very few of these sessions where people have done this, where they've assisted their own transition, very often it isn't purposeful and spiteful. It's not to get even. Of course, there are suicide bombers and things like that. That's another category we'll talk about a little later. But there are very few that are vengeful and punishing, though it does happen, but not that often. Usually somebody is trapped in, and one thing that comes in pretty often, there's a nice song lyric um, that, that I keep referring to, I always hear this in my head, you're stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. Sometimes that's what happens for people. 
We have to remember that the brain is an organ, just like any other brain in the body. And we've talked about how one young man, when he went out, talked about to his mom that he had a brain attack the same way that somebody would have a heart attack. When we understand the fluctuations that go on in the brain and all the physical parts, there are all the emotional things that we can get caught up in, but there's also so many things going on in there that can upset our thought patterns. And of course, there's toxicity as well. And when people have these toxins, even if they started out as self-medicated, medicating and, and trying to help the thought patterns get into a healthier path, sometimes people can get into this pocket of time where they're really not perceiving what they're doing. And often what's reported is, I just wanted the headaches, the stress, the fear, the bad feeling to stop without realizing that it was a more permanent stop in the physical plane than they had intended. One, one young man, and I think I've mentioned him before when we've talked about this, he had a fight with his girlfriend and then got in the car and then he hit a tree and um, apparently he didn't slow down. It didn't look like, it just looked like he was aiming for that tree. And when he channeled to his mom, he was so upset. He said, yeah, I had a fight with her. We, we fight all the time. That wasn't such a big deal. He was horrified because the girlfriend thought it was her fault. And if she had stopped him, it, and he said, no, 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 no. Here's what you didn't know. And this is what I saw from my perspective. A little varmint ran by, maybe a squirrel or something like that, but a little thing ran by, and this guy's an animal lover, and he swerved the car, and he didn't break because he didn't see it coming, and he went off to the side, and he hit the tree. Does that bring him back in, in body for his mom? No, it doesn't. But, you know, I've talked to her, and she says, at least I know that his transition came from his compassion. And, yeah, I, I get upset when I look at squirrels now. But it is a very big difference to, to understand the soul's intention and not misunderstand something that feels like it could look glaringly on target, and yet it wasn't. And that does matter, how she talks to him, how she feels with him. And he wants you to know that he would be very, very frustrated if she did not understand that. At his memorial, he says that everyone was talking about, wow, you know, so angry. If he had just waited a minute, if he had just, and he said, and to the God's honest truth was he had had one beer. He was not intoxicated. So they didn't think that was the answer. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't, so he must have been so angry. He says, imagine trying to get that through to my mom, to my girlfriend. My girlfriend, do you know? He wants to tell you. She started thinking about if she should come out and chase me because she thought she caused it. Misconceptions can really get us into trouble just in our angst and in our pain. So I'd like to share some of the concepts I've learned through channeling, and I'm sure there are a lot more. As always, take what resonates, leave the rest, see what feels right for you, but even more importantly, expand. Because this isn't an invitation to hear stories. This is an invitation to hear as we're doing our expansion. You can meditate, listen, expand, invite in your people while we're doing this. This is an exercise, a joyful one, and expanding and feeling safe and learning. So if you feel that way during this, do it. 
If you want to do it later, do it. If you just want to learn the concepts and that's enough, that's fine too. Even if this is not your situation, it's still nice to raise the vibrational level. And if it's uncomfortable, then don't listen. But if it is comfortable, know that your vibration and your understanding can help lift people up if there's somebody out there that you meet or somebody that you love who has gone through a hard time, even if you haven't, with this particular issue. One thing that I've learned is that when people are vengeful or they do some pretty nasty things or if they purposefully are out to hurt other people or take their lives or something like that, they pass out of body, they're surrounded by love, they're back home, but they're put in a rehabilitation setting so that they can expand and understand why they might have gone against their own life breath in anger to hurt somebody else. And so they are not available for us to channel because they're in this setting where they're getting intense light and they're allowed, well, let's just, you know, I was going to do this later, but they say, well, since we started, let's just get this out of the way. Even the worst ideas of what we can comprehend, people who go into a situation as a suicide bomber, to hurt themselves and to hurt other people. What happens to somebody like that? Well, it seems from what I've seen, again, like we've said, if somebody is open to it and they realize when they're out of body and they see the destruction and it jerks a part of them awake to that compassion, then they're in that rehab setting. But sometimes that situation, the person has been brainwashed. The, the mind, there's no sense with the mind to do the thing they did. It isn't like they're going to achieve anything. The, it, there's no logic to it. It goes against the heart. They've been heartwashed, so to speak, because they don't have love and compassion for the other, but they don't have love and compassion for themselves. In other words, their own breath is disposable. So they're not valuing the preciousness of their own life and breath and others as well. The crime they're committing to others, they're committing on themselves as well. So the heart, well, it isn't engaged. And the, the gut, the gut instinct to go against their own breath. When we come in, we have that fight or flight. We have an adrenal system to keep us here safe. And whatever is going on, we struggle through illness and situations, and we're a pretty strong bunch, we humans. When a person experiences that kind of disconnection from their mind, from their heart, and from their own gut instinct, when they pass, we, it isn't even as if we can access them, but guides and their loved ones can come forward and talk about what's going on. When somebody is that, dis that disengaged from the autonomy of their own soul, they don't know that they're conscious when they pass out of body. And so it feels like, and I've read other accounts from people who have picked up the exact same information, this is what it felt like. It feels like they're in a space with a lack of energy. It feels like it's darker for lack of light. It doesn't feel like it's evil and pitchforks and damning and fire. 
it feels like just a lack of energy, a lack of consciousness. The only way I could describe it, it felt like the the air there, the, the feeling of it, it felt like viscous jello, like a thickness to it. And I was able to feel almost, not, not the despair, but just that lack of light. And then it felt like I was watching a movie in the camera. It felt like it panned out. And around this area where these souls were that did not know that they were conscious were very conscious souls filled with light, waiting for their consciousness, waiting so that they can bring in consciousness and hopefully healing. Now, of course, they're not going to disregard whatever it is that happened. Whatever these souls did and whatever allowed them to stray so far from their own autonomy and gut instinct, they'll still need that rehab setting. But people are allowed to be in their unconsciousness. They're not forced there. And of course, thank goodness, this is pretty rare, or at least in my experience, with, and we know things are happening out there. But even in the darkest of circumstances, when people have been disconnected to all that the soul brings with them into the physical journey f for, for their guidance while they're on the physical plane, when that has been detached and not conscious, the unconsciousness continues. But most are not that way. The vast majority of people who have gone out of body, it's inadvertent. A lot, it's accidental. There's one, one woman I channel for, her son was taking a lot of medication, but he was also physically blind. And so everyone assumed when he was found on his couch at age 29 that he mixed up his meds. And he came in to say, no, he didn't. He didn't at all. And he was quite impeccable and um, a little obsessive compulsive to compensate for his visual challenges, he wants me to tell you. And he would never make a mistake like that. He happened to be a math and a chess whiz as well. It was an interaction. He had taken a, a remedy for an over-the-counter remedy that he did not know would have an interaction with two other things he was taking. And that's what caused it. Would it cause it in everybody? No, but he had some kind of reaction. It's very important to him that his mother knows that. He was fiercely independent and struggled to be on his own and have his life. And then she was questioning whether or not she did the right thing by respecting what he needed. And he was able to come through and say, oh, yes, you did. And of course, you know, we wish there was a way we hadn't done that. But the idea that this was purposeful was shocking to her because it didn't match his personality. And he said, well, quite frankly, my hearing it from out here, that didn't jive well with me either. And it's important that I let people know. Very often, there is something that looks accidental, like the guy who swerved to avoid the little vermin that was crossing the street. Other times, it's inadvertent. It is not the intention at all. Very often, drugs, alcohol, all of these things can have in inter interactions that we don't fully understand. And like I mentioned before, just trying to make the pain stop, the emotional pain stop. There's one young man who really wanted to convince his mother, even though she heard a gunshot, and she ran in the other room, and you know we don't need to describe what she found. And when we channeled, he talked about the fact that even though he had a gun, 
he he was not planning this. Yes, his mind would go there. What would it be like if I were out of body? You know, I just, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. But he wasn't at that point of wanting to take his life. But at that moment, he wasn't in his right mind. And he, he was in some kind of mental spiral of thoughts, negative thought that was just, you know, when you go into that spiral and he, he just couldn't get himself out of it. And so he grabbed it and he did that. And he did that wanting his head to stop. So he made his head stop. Yeah, he did on the physical plane. But that it was not his soul's intention. And so he reported that he didn't even understand that he was out of body. And his grandfather showed up. And he turned and he sees his grandfather there who immediately grabs him and starts to pull him away. And this young man, he said to his mom, when I saw him, my first reaction was, oh, you know what? That means, that means, well, you know what that means. His grandfather realized what was going on for him and gently took him and turned his face away from looking at his own body because it would be too jarring for him. Yes, the mom came in and it was pretty jarring for her. But he talked about that he was pulled away from that concept because it was not what he wanted to do. It was not his intention to do that. It's very important that we understand what people's motivation is because our intention here is to raise our vibration and be available to help them heal and to help us heal. The minute we understand somebody's motivation, even if we're looking up and saying, hey, it really looks to me like, do you think it might have been this? Do you think it might have been that? So take a deep breath. And if you're hearing the kitty meow, she's very outspoken about this. You hear her? She has a lot to say. Animals, if you have them, will be struggling to get to you to sit on your lap and climb on you as you do this. So... Let's pause now and take a deep breath. We're going to invite in those we love who would like to communicate with us. If they passed in this category, we're inviting them in if that feels comfortable to you. If you don't know anyone and you haven't been touched by this issue, feel free to invite in whoever you'd like. Because what we're doing together is raising the consciousness, and even though we listen to this at different times, there's a collective consciousness. Somebody could listen to it on Tuesday and somebody else the following Monday, and yet it connects. The networking out there is incredible, and we'll be talking a lot about the networking out there. Right now, we are a part of it. So take a deep breath. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. Think of that divine light. Take a breath. Please let that light fill us up. Let it fill us up and expand within us and emanate from us. And let that light be visible to each other 
and let it be an invitation to those we love as they expand their light and we feel our vibration rising with the intention of healing our hearts and theirs. What's happening right now, there are a lot of people who have been unable to get to the people they love, and they're frustrated because they'd really love to let people know that they're okay. Yes, they're out of body. And yes, it is a tragedy, and I'm not diminishing that grief at all. We have to honor that grief. But the soul is forever. And the soul expands and understands and wants to know why. And when the soul want, wants the reason, the reason the soul wants to know why is for their own well-being but to help us. They can see us. They know what's going on. Now, we're not supposed to suppress our grief because we know it upsets them. It's a fine-edged sword over here with this. We need to let our grief out because it's part of our human existence. It's part of our human experience. We have to grieve because if it sits in our body, well, the body will become unhealthy. It will become ill at ease, and of course, that's where the word disease comes from. And we don't want that. We need to honor it. Right now, I'm getting a headache in the front, front lobe right behind my eyes. That is often that feeling, that tension headache, that migrainey kind of behind the eyes going into the sinus feeling, often is our grief that we haven't cried out, we haven't allowed out. So if you're picking up some of that, you might realize that you need to allow yourself to cry, and you can tell stories about your loved one and laugh until you cry. That counts too. But allowing some of that emotion out will help the vibration because grieving is a very natural thing we need to do, and we need to honor that, and vibrationally, our vibration will be lower. Couldn't channel my mom after she passed for over a year. Could feel her. I could channel for other people. But my grief was deep. And it, it was strange to realize that, gee, why can't I? I really, you know, I knew she was okay. I knew she was better off not on her body at that point in time. We need to honor what we're feeling on the physical plane because we're in our bodies and we're having this unique and beautiful experience that while we're honoring and wanting to know what our out-of-body loved ones want to tell us and teach us, we're the ones who are the pioneers. We're in this body and we're integrating now more than ever the in-body world and the out-of-body world. You who are choosing to listen to this and things like this, you, you're expanding and you're looking up and you're asking and you're downloading and you're feeling it. We're living in both. And what's the drive? The driving factor is love. And it's very easy to have that love, oh, so kicked around and so damaged and, and so... Why would they do that? Why would they? Didn't they love us enough? If they, my love wasn't enough to keep them here, they didn't love enough to. It's all about love, but there are so many other circumstances. There are so many things that take people out of that mentality and knowingness and truth, even if it's for a brief moment. And we're inviting them in, and we're letting them know 
whether you know them or not, whether you love them, whether they're part of your family, everybody that's out there, those who are coming in now while I'm speaking and channeling, later when you're listening and channeling, invite in whoever feels appropriate or in general, if you just want to do some healing out there. Notice the vibration in your gut. Notice what's going on in your heart. Take a deep breath. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Imagine their frustration when they want to soothe us. Imagine their frustration when all they would like in that moment after it happens, is to take it back. Because, like a very wise man once said, forgive them, they know not what they do. Very often our loved ones who have done this act are out there, and their first thought is us. The mom, the dad, the husband, the wife, the child. The siblings. When somebody passes, they report. Sometimes they're shocked, sometimes they're not. But their first thought, their knee-jerk thought goes to, oh God, what has happened here? And they have literally, before they travel anywhere else and, and processed, when you're out of body, you travel at the speed of thought. If you've had a loved one who fits the criteria of, of the transition we're talking about. If you had a weird feeling, a knee-jerk reaction, most likely that person came to you right after, in those moments when this happened, just to reach out, to be with you. If you have no memory of this at all, don't despair. You see, there are a lot of motivations out there. The person could be, why? Why? And the loved ones could gather with them and whisk them into their process so that they're not tormented. Because, of course, 
we want to love and take care of even those who have caused hurt beyond description. But why are we missing them? Why are we devastated? Because we love them and we don't want them to be hurting and we don't want them to have suffered. And we sure as hell, I'm using that word purposefully, that's what they're channeling, we don't want them to suffer now. And again, we're not talking about the few that look to harm others with their own transition. We're talking about people who were not in their right mind, could have been using things to try and get back to their right mind, people who emotionally could not get out of the repetitive thought, and even the people who were accidental. You realize that their desire more than even the fact that they're out of body now and adjusting to that. Their desire is to let us know because the suffering here is so great with the why. Why didn't they listen? Why didn't they knew I love them? Why didn't they, why didn't I? Why didn't I? Why didn't I can haunt somebody for the rest of their life on the physical plane? And then when they go out of body, their out-of-body person is there to hug them and going, no, 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 it's not that way. We don't need to live with an illusion or with what it looks like, even when that's what it really looks like. Again, the young man I was talking about earlier, he literally took a gun. It was very clear what he did. He went and he got it. He owned it. He got it. That's pretty purposeful. But somebody can be disassociated or not in their right mind for moments at a time, if not longer. And those of you that have experience with mental illness and loved ones' mental illness, you know that things can happen and people can act in a way that does not honor their own highest good, let alone everyone else's. And yet we love them. We love them. Why are we in so much pain? Because we love them. The first thing we can do to help ease their pain is to look up, literally look up, or just close your eyes and know that they're next to you and say out loud or directed to them in your mind, either way will work. I may not know why, but I don't want you to be in pain if that's true for you. Sometimes I'm told some people could even have an... an, a knee-jerk reaction, you know, well, yeah, you should be, you know, what you caused here, what you caused here. Anger is a huge, huge part. Of course it is. They want to talk about anger out there. When somebody has done something like this, you think they're not angry at themselves sometimes for having done this, and it's irreversible at that moment in time. Do you know how many souls have reported they tried to get back inside their body and they tried and they couldn't? Do you know how many times they're pulled away from the scene because it's too much for them? The loved ones and guides up there, they know how devastating it would be. They're seeing their loved one's reaction when they look in on us. They're protected sometimes even from what they caused. And the people who remain could be in such pain and say, well, why should they be spared what we have to look at? Well, maybe they didn't mean to cause that. And maybe some of the things you've heard about have in your mind's eye or 
imprinted in your memory because you literally saw it. Feel that grief. Feel the gathering of the energy in your sinus and behind your eyes. Feel that sometimes it just feels like if this is your situation that you're stuck in it and it will never ever pass. And your loved one is out of body, but they're with you. And they don't want you to suffer. They don't want that image, even if it's the physical reality, to be what you see every time they come to your mind and enter your heart. They want to ask you, why are you so upset? You love us, right? Maybe you're mad. Maybe there was fighting. Maybe there's a whole lot of things. But soul to soul, if you're listening now and this is your situation and you have a gathering of the grief and you can feel it physically in your mind, take a deep breath. They don't want you to feel this. They were not looking to punish you. Please don't punish yourself anymore because they feel out there that a lot of this fixation on the imagery and what happened, and it happens in other ways of transitioning too. Sometimes people will do that in the last minutes of an illness or an accident. They don't want anyone to be trapped in a vibration that will pull that vibration down and that will get in the way of receiving the truth. You see, all that anger, we may need to experience it. We love them so much and we're so mad. Look at what we do to keep people here. Surgeries and what we go through to stay here and then boom, they're out. What a horrible thing. What a horrible disrespect for the breath. We can't even imagine And our vibration literally goes down to accommodate the physical emotions that are our knee-jerk reaction because we've been given the fight or flight and we've been given the adrenal system. It is quite normal to feel that way. And maybe that anger helps stir up all the angst and pain so that we can let it go faster because it's so acute. When people go out of body and they watch a life review and maybe they perpetuated a pattern they did not like, maybe they had anger issues and so did their dad. And once they understand that they learned the pattern and once they see dad that they didn't want to become like them and they see where it started for him, our anger starts to melt away with understanding and compassion. We don't want to be mad at ourselves because we followed a pattern, but we're kids, and that's where we learned. So once we allow, we're going to forgive ourselves and the people that perpetuated the pattern, or at least have some compassion towards it, our vibration will rise and our anger will lift. Imagine a situation so severe where the person is out of body, And you can't even have the last word and tell them and tell them why they shouldn't, why you love them. There are no last words. That's the whole purpose of what we're doing here. There are no last words ever. Eventually, we will all be out of body. And and hugging the people that we miss, maybe we'll wag a finger in their face, whatever it is we need to do. I'm told through channeling that when this happens, 
we let go of all the pain of the past, that we're in that vibration and in such bliss that we can look back at it, but it's not part of our makeup anymore. You see the physical body, it's a more dense vibration and it allows us with our memory and with our mind that likes to fixate on these painful things and we go over it and over it and over it. Maybe that's a gift of the physical body so that we can lead to understanding. We go over it and over it so that we can let it go with new components of understanding that we allow in. Maybe we need that knee-jerk closedness to keep us here in our shock. A lot of people have studied the many, the many things we go through with grief when something like this happens. And maybe we have to follow the patterns of the mind because we're in the physical body. There's denial and there's anger. Underneath all of that, and all of that is very real, and needs to be respected and allowed. But we also need to observe that underneath why is all that happening? Because of love. Because of love, because of love. That's why. And when we offer that love to ourselves, we can understand we didn't want this to happen. And then we, when we expand that love, even people, even sometimes people who wrote a note, they didn't want this to happen. And sometimes when they're out of body, they realize how trapped in the mind they were and how harsh that is. And when something that, like that happens, feel what's going on in your mind right now, especially around and above the eyes and in the sinus. We didn't want it to happen. And so we have that same knee-jerk reaction in the physical. And we want to just shove our head through a, a wall because it can't handle it. And does the grief dis dissipate? Well, our vibration can go up. It doesn't mean we're ever leaving them behind. Maybe sometimes in our anger we might want to turn away, but we know the soul can't. And we come back and just want to love. Take a deep breath. And just send love to the souls you feel would need it out there. Now, you'd say, well, what's heaven? If heaven is, is they have angst and they have anger and they have, well, yes, they're processing because that's how we learn. But they're surrounded by love. They're surrounded by guides. And it's tricky out there when people have shame and they don't want to learn. Their guides will say, you know, you might not want it, but if we can break the patterns, you might not want to understand why you did that. You might be too angry at yourself for doing it right now. And if you need that space and healing, okay. There's no rush. But then the soul that's out there does want to rush because they can see us. Now, a couple of things are happening. They know immediately it's not over. They have access to us. If a soul is allowed to channel with us, then I know immediately they're not in that rehab setting of having done it in a purposeful way and turning away from their breath in a way that we would think incomprehensible. And if that's incomprehensible, well, that's something that's needed to understand. You see, still with love and kindness, no pitchforks, no pain, no fire, but with love to try and understand why. But when somebody holds up their hands, I would say nine times out of 10, but I would say... <laughs> Nine, 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 nine percent. Very few. 
They are all accessible. And when we can access them, it means that they have processed and they understand that something else was amiss and that something else is so much a part of ourselves that how do we separate it out without understanding this? But in, with the finesse that we pick through understanding the soul's intention, we come to a place of understanding why we left the body, how we left the body. And even though it's important of how and why and all of those things, and we who are left here are, are looking and imagining and trying to sort it out, they're usually looking at that end result transition, but in a very different way than we are. And it isn't that they want to detach from it, but the energy of it sometimes is, we can't say just a glitch, it's still the soul is doing something. But sometimes the mind and repetitive thought, mental illness, toxicity, any combination thereof, low self-esteem, bullying that happened long ago, all those things that somebody could even come to the point where they think they have a good intention because the world is better off. I'm so mixed up. I'm so this, I'm so that. I'm not able to do anything good. And even that delusion is the mind not setting us straight and understanding the soul always being connected to light. So the best way we can help heal ourselves and those who have gone out in any variation of this and other things that vibrationally fit this kind of scenario is send light and send love to help them understand themselves. Because I can tell you from what I've experienced in channeling, their energy is to help us. So if we send energy to help them relax and understand why. And even if we blame and we're mad that our love wasn't enough or why couldn't they get it through there, just send love anyway. All those concepts might be real, but you know, all those ideas, the permanent thing, the expansive thing that can go out and lift everything up into the clarity that they're trying to find for themselves and with us. And we're all guided. We're all getting help. Just think of the love. Why do you love in the first place? And then it brings in a lot of other headaches like why. And then the mind spins. And when the mind spins, take a deep breath. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the wisdom, and, and the protection and the power of divine consciousness. You see, the second part of that, and I know I did it at the beginning, I'm repeating it on purpose, because here, let those who come in contact with it be drawn to divine and healed. We're inviting them into the love that we share and that we want for them, not regardless, not in spite of. But with that extra oomph, even if we don't understand, even if whatever that pain is or was, transient or not, let love permeate it. Take a deep breath. Feel what you feel. Notice the energy in your hands. 
Notice that while we're channeling right now, the words are a beautiful distraction for you to hear what's going on for you, for you to feel the energy of your loved ones around you. I recommend that you drink a lot of water. If you're doing this and really allowing yourself into that higher vibrational state, as opposed to listening to it as more of an educational tool to do later, however you decide to take it in or not take it in, whatever parts vibrate for you, allow yourself to feel a little wooshy. Your head might feel a little strange. You've been spending time in their vibrational state. So even though we're talking about tough things that elicit the most pain, so much pain, how, how much more pain could there be for a human, for someone they love, to have this kind of event? That even with all of the physical angst, the love, the love, the love is why we're in pain because it's underlying everything. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to feel spacey, because sometimes higher vibration will do that. Eat something if you need to feel grounded. Allow yourself to just be. An interesting thing came in. I'm not channeling your people because I feel them here. I feel a lot of them here, and they're directing what to say along with guides. But I can feel the energy around you and the people around you wanting to come in, wanting to communicate, and knowing that by doing what you're doing, even if your mind is telling you, well, I didn't get this and I didn't feel that and I don't know, there's a part of you that does know. And your loved one feels it. And your loved one thanks you. And your own inner, inner person that's feeling all is thanking you. Because even with all the pain, allowing the love to be, to be the predominant factor, it already is or you wouldn't be in that much pain. Take a deep breath. Feel that love. And remember that those who are past are present and they're healing. And we have such strength and ability. It is not hopeless. You are not powerless. Your love, even if it manifests as anger, it's still the love coming out of you. All that pain is from love. And the people out there understand that. And they're learning and they're expanding. And we have just collaborated with them for their expansion as they help ours. Thank you for sharing this energy and space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. 
My name is Nadia De La Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.